0: You're listening to This Is How We See It with Eric Lee, Ronnie V, Tanae, and Ms. C.
1: Thanks for tuning into the show. Welcome to it. My name is Eric Lee and in the studio with me is Ronnie V.
2: Hey, y'all. Really? Okay, do it over, do it over, do it over.
1: Yeah, because that that just, yeah. Uh, okay, uh, do it on Thanks for on. tuning in to the show. Welcome to it. My name is Eric Lee, and in the studio is Ronnie V. What's up, what's up, what's up? And Miss C. Well,
2: hello there.
1: That face that Ronnie V did uh, before, I, that I, I that That was
2: my content that face. Threw
1: me. That wasn't a content, that was a beaver.
2: <laughs> that was
1: a beaver face, a Miss Beaver face. Have you ever face. seen a
2: beaver? They're very content.
1: Okay. Whatever you say. Uh, but that was that was too much. Okay, so were you shocked about power last week? I was. I was too I, I was
2: crying when he was on the phone with his daughter.
1: That's that's the shit. they killed the lawyer. They killed Proctor. um Proctor, uh Ghost's lawyer, the white the white lo- guy.
0: What? See, they I have to it. Yes, they oh killed him God. off.
1: Um Tommy killed him. Tommy. uh, And he was on the phone with his daughter. He told his daughter, he said, go. Did he know he was
2: getting ready to get killed? Yes.
1: Because, see, he turned against Tommy uh, to the FBI. and they And they found out about it. And so he left his house to come stay with Ghost. But he didn't tell Ghost why. The real reason why. Mm -hmm. And so Tommy found out that he was at Ghost's house. And uh, it was him and his daughter uh, because he let the mother die.
2: Who did uh, Proctor. Proctor? You remember
1: did. they was going through a custody let the, battle. The
2: daughter's mother, his, died. his
1: daughter's mother, she took some pills, mm-hmm. and the, the girl called him over, and um, he let her die before he called the police. He said, "You think you're gonna take my daughter? Well, you're not," Ooh. and ended up letting her die. So that, but what happened? And then the FBI guy and the you know he's been. Keeping um, listening to him, listening to him and said, I know what you did. So you better work with us or this is going to get out. Okay. The
2: the recording device was in the living room with him when when she was dying and telling him to call the police.
1: Exactly. And so that's why he turned against Tommy because he told him, he said, look, ghost didn't kill Angela. Tommy killed Angela. And so um, he said, you know, uh, you know, help me. Uh, get you know Tommy a go. He wants all, the 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 guy from the FBI wants everybody. everybody He's yeah. a crook himself, yeah. really. Yeah. But um, and so he was at Ghost House. Now t- Tommy told the son, oh I want somebody to bust to a cap, Tariq. bust a cap in Tariq." Tariq knew what Tommy was going to do. He knew he was going to kill Proctor, oh, yeah. and he told him, "Leave the back door open for me." Uh, Because I'm coming in and I'm I'm gonna kill him. And what, but what Tariq did, yes, but what Tariq didn't know was that the little girl was there. Mm -hmm. So he told the little girl, Let's go get some ice cream. Well,
2: he heard her crying, right?
1: Right, she was looking at pictures of her mom, right? And he said, Oh my god, I didn't know you were here. Let's go get some ice cream. And then when uh, he took her to get ice cream, and then uh, Proctor came back, and then Tommy broke in. Shot him up and uh but uh, he I was mean
2: right. he, he okay you got to tell me the part But well, I can't before tell you the whole shot no, no oh shot well him. when he How was trying he to kill him when he uh-huh. was trying to kill him
1: he came in you know, he, they were shooting at each him. other you said
2: he was talking to his daughter oh so he got in the room and locked right. the door and he called his daughter he said go to your uncle's house now so she said daddy what's going on he said just go to your dad your your uncle's house you're gonna be safe so he, she said will you meet me there later and he said no baby yeah. I love you yeah and hung up the phone it was sad and she knew. And even Tariq was standing out to the side and heard it.
1: Yeah. Uh and Tariq took her to the uncle's house, her uncle's house. But Tariq, I'm telling you, he he needs he needs to be next. Somebody <laughs> need to bust a cap in Tariq. I cannot stand that boy. I'm serious. So uh I so So those I mean, are the only two
2: people that died.
1: Yeah, those are Oh, oh no, for Proctor
2: now. and um Proctor and the eyewitness, the girl you remember. Oh yeah, well, yeah. yeah.
1: Tommy killed her. Tommy the girl killed that her. was gonna
2: turn, but you remember he get, a ghost gave her some money to leave. Yeah, and she wasn't gonna turn evidence, but he didn't know it.
1: But she, but she was. Then she started working with the FBI, and uh, Tommy found out. Yeah,
2: he overheard for some. Where was he at when he overheard the conversation? I, I don't
1: know. I don't was know at where the FBI he was. Place? No, Tommy never. Okay, the FBI so place.
2: did. Ghost actually killed no. Tasha's boyfriend, we don't know, the lawyer. But I, I'm
1: telling you, he's not dead. I don't think he I is. I thought either. I
2: saw something He with put him. him to sleep. He put him to yes, sleep. Yeah. I think he's
1: probably tied up somewhere. He's got him held up somewhere. But I don't think Ghost killed him. Because he wasn't know. a threat. Right. He
2: wasn't a threat.
1: Right, we don't know. So, And now Tasha's going back to selling drugs. Yeah,
2: she's a dog <gasps>
1: now. She, gonna, she met some guy. The guy tried to shake her down. Oh, so
2: it's over now. No, right. it's not over. Oh, I thought this was the last episode no, of po- is well, Power episode. is going over. Yeah, this is the last season, but it's not
1: over. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I tell you, uh, Power gets my anxiety up. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, Lord have mercy. <laughs> have you <laughs> seen it today? gonna happen? No, it did
2: Oh, Sunday. yeah. I, I see. I just I wait. can't look it until tomorrow. I get, I just wait.
1: Okay, so yeah, yeah, so so it's, it's getting really good. It's on and popping, baby. It is, it is. Mm. So, a white woman called the police on a 20-year-old black man because she said he was looking at her suspiciously. Now, this happened in Royal Oaks, Michigan. So, the guy was just walking down the street going to meet his girlfriend at a restaurant and um, the police just converge on him they just and he's like what in the world have i done We'll come to find out the white woman had told the police this guy you know looked at me um suspiciously and so and they actually went and detained him because this white woman said he looked at her suspiciously so a black lady walking down the street starts videotaping
0: mm-hmm.
1: and she's basically saying I, I really cannot believe that you all are detaining this man because this white lady said that he looked at, not that he did anything, mm. but looked at her suspiciously. And she said, you know, this same thing that, you know, it's been happening. And then the restaurant owner came out and said, what are y'all doing? -hmm. Like, yeah, she's yeah, she was white. This man has done absolutely nothing. He's done absolutely nothing. How in the world are y'all all all of this? And what was the girl? Three cops. She well, she was in the. I guess she in the restaurant, or maybe she was one of the ones standing by because you you could only see what the woman was videotaping. Mm And um, she was like, this man hasn't done anything. Like, why are y'all even here? Like, why are you even detaining this man? Because a woman said he looked at her suspiciously. I mean, I'm telling you, this stuff. Did they arrest him? No, they let him go eventually after about 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. And this stuff is still happening. Was the girlfriend white? I don't know.
2: But he was in. The woman didn't even see the girlfriend. The
1: girlfriend was in the restaurant waiting for him to
2: get there. But he that wasn't even his neighborhood. It was right? a restaurant
1: area. Was right.
2: A, but I'm saying, okay, the girlfriend was there. We so, don't know if he was in an area where it yeah, was predominantly the, it, white neighborhood or whatever. Oh, he I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I don't yeah. know
1: what kind of neighborhood it was. It was yeah. just, he was, you know, there going to meet her. And this white lady told the police that he looked at her suspiciously. So they detained him, asking him all. And he's like, what? Like, what is it? Like, why are you, de- why are you detained? Why are you asking me mm. all this? And then come to find out it came out that this lady had said he looked at her suspiciously. Was she still there? Yes, but she was sitting in a car, so you couldn't really see. Uh, but the lady that was filming is telling you that it's mm-hmm. a white lady and she in some type of white looking car she was sitting in. She never got out of it. Mm-hmm. And so, um, this stuff is still happening. That's crazy. Still happening to people. And and You know, I I, I see stuff all the time about and again, police officers are great. I believe that the majority of police officers are good, but there are bad police officers out here. And I saw something on Facebook the other day talking about um, there was a war against police, you know, like like uh, like some type of war on police. And it wouldn't be surprising. Well, I, I don't believe there's a war on police. I don't either. I really don't. I and yeah. but but you know what? I I can see both sides. You know, because some police are terrible. They are bad. Mm-hmm. You know, not all, but some. Just like now, all people are bad. You know, s- you know, some people are good. So yeah. it's um it's it's crazy. It's buffoonery. That's what it is. It Sure is. Mexicans <laughs> employed at three restaurants here in North Carolina as temporary foreign workers, say they were putting in 14-hour days with no breaks or time off. They were allegedly paid $320 a week for their labor. Now they're suing. So the lead plaintiff's name is Roberto Campos. Campos filed suit last week in the Eastern District of North Carolina, where he's asking Uh, to represent a group of more than 50 individuals brought to North Carolina between 2016 and 2019 under the H-2B visa program. I had never heard about this. Now, the H-2B visa program allows employers to hire non-immigrant foreign workers on a temporary basis in industries like housekeeping and food service. So they don't have to be citizens. Right. So they can hire them, uh, you know, temporarily. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I bet you temporarily ends up being many years. The government says that most of the people here on that program are abused and taken advantage of. Campbell said that he was put straight to work when he got to North Carolina and had to sleep on a cardboard box in the restaurant because he was not immediately given a place to stay and did not have transportation back and forth to work. He said he was fired because he wouldn't sign a document, which was in English, and he didn't know how to speak English. Um, And so, you know, this is how... They can get these uh, foreigners to come in and clean their houses yeah, and, you know, and be their maids and their cooks and stuff. Mm -hmm. They get them in here on this H2, uh, HB2 or H2B visa. I had Mm -hmm. never even heard anything about that. Me neither. But, but they do say that a lot of them are, um, they are, uh, treated badly you know they're not giving you know like uh you know sanitary conditions and Mm -hmm. this guy was saying he had to sleep on a cardboard box Mm -hmm. in in the restaurant so that because he nobody would the owner wouldn't go you know back and forth to take him you know bring him to work so Mm -hmm. i don't know kevin federline who is britney Spears' ex-husband and father of her children filed a police report and was granted a restraining order against Britney's dad, Jamie Spears, mm. after a fight involving the couple's 13-year-old son, Sean Preston. The report was filed following a heated argument between Preston and his grandfather at his condo on August 24th. Brittany had the boys at her father's condo on the evening of August 24th. Jamie and Sean, the grandfather, got into an argument. Sean... Uh, Preston felt Sean Preston felt unsafe and locked himself into a room Jamie the grandfather broke into the room and started shaking him violently friends of the family say that Jamie has a temper and fortunately Brittany uh, did the right thing and took her boys to safety and away from her father they said Brittany was very upset and that Kevin is still furious about the incident Preston was not physically injured, but very scared and shaken up.
2: Well, she did what she had to do. I know he's not mad with her.
1: Who? Ke- Kevin. Kevin. No, he's mad at the dad. Okay. And I actually did hear that the father was kind of a hothead.
2: Yeah, he was handling all of Britton's Right, but you know, now uh,
1: the mother wants it because, you know, I'm assuming that this is what um, happened, um, and she now wants to do the, um, you know, the... Uh, she wants to be the executor, which I still don't understand. She grown. Yeah, i do not But they claim there's something she's
2: um something mental wrong with her. She might have a chemical imbalance in her brain.
1: Yeah, she got <laughs> she got something in her brain. But um, wonder
2: where are the two kids that, that um Kevin had with um Shaw Jackson. Well you know, and
1: he married again. I think he mm-hmm. got remarried. I think he's he's either, I know he's got another girlfriend or something. Yeah. I'm I talking about the kids he had with the black girl, the well, actress. I'm pretty sure they help their mama.
2: No, he had them. He and Brittany had them one time. Well, Brittany ain't been married to Kevin Federline in years. Right, but it was when him and her were together that he had, he got custody of the children by that girl, Shaw Jackson or whatever his name Shaw yeah, Um,
1: I, I don't, either they're with Kevin where he is now, with or who with he her. is with now. Or they're, uh, you know, without to be with, kind of grown too. They should be older than Kevin and Britton's children. Yeah, I, I yeah, th- th- that whole thing to me uh, is is a is a little weird about her. I mean, I wonder is she really like? Because then we talk about she checked herself back into a mm-hmm. um a facility not too long ago. Yeah. I think she did because of some you know stuff that was happening to her. How much is she worth? Oh, I think it's like $150 million. Mm. Yeah. Uh she just got out, out of a very lucrative uh Vegas um uh,
3: residency. R- yeah,
1: residency in Vegas. Like she made a lot of money. Uh people really came to see her. I just something about her to me. She, she it's like she when she dances, it's like she's mechanical. You know what I'm saying? It's like she she counts in her head. You know, one, two, three, um, one, two, three. Mm-hmm. That's why it doesn't look organic to me when she dances like that. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. And she used to go with justice, right? Justin. Justin Timberlake, she did. Yeah. yeah. We're going to take our first break. We'll be right back in just a moment. You're listening to This Is How You See. Thanks for coming back with us. So Rocan. Rocan. Ro-can. Roseanne Cash <laughs> <laughs> Roseanne Cash, who is the daughter of country music legend Johnny Cash, uh, is featured in this month's People magazine. She is opening up about what her family life was like when her father had the affair with June Carter. Now, those of us who watch one of my favorite movies in the whole wide world, "Walk the Line," I yeah, love this movie. Yeah, I love it. Uh, you know that he was married to a woman named Vivian First. Yeah, who was the mother of Roseanne and her sister Rosalind. Now, mm-hmm. I think they had two more. Da- I think he had four daughters by Vivian, and uh, but at that time it was only um, it was Roseanne and Rosalind. Um, She, I know, (laughs) she stated that he wrote the song, I Walk the Line, because her mother was fearful that he was having affairs out on the road, and he wrote that song to ease her mind about her fears I thought of June made him mm, do you know
2: you can't even walk the line.
1: See, well, in the movie, that's yeah. where he got it from. But no, he actually wrote it to ease his uh, wife's fears. Mm-hmm. Now, June was a part of Johnny's band and often toured with him, but she in herself was part the of family. a famous family called the Carter family. Right. And by the way, there is a documentary on UNC about uh, country music and the origins of it. And it gives you so much about the Carter family. Now, the Carter family was June, uh, June's mother, Maybelle, her sister, Mm -hmm. and her sister's husband. Oh, okay. That's who the original Carter family were. Mm -hmm. But the husband uh, and the sister uh, split up. Mm -hmm. And that split up. The, 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 the band. Group. So mm. June took her two daughters, three daughters, or however many daughters, not June, Maybell took her three daughters and they resumed as the Carter family. Oh, okay. Mm. So just a little, you know, just a little, just a little thing for you. Okay, so, um, now Roseanne talked about how the affair totally crippled and crushed her mother and how Johnny's drug use tore their family apart. She spoke about how she was torn because she loved her father, but couldn't ignore how he was hurting her mother. Mm. She said that she never had any ill feelings towards June and that she actually was a good stepmother who taught her how to be a good performer. Mm. so, um, yeah, uh, I I so and and that story, uh, when I read that story it was good too. she talked a little bit more about, you know, uh what was going on uh in her house at the time, and how you know he his like they she said that his drug use just really tore like. Tour the, the, you know, the and, and the whole family. And we saw a little bit of then in the movie Walks the Line about his drug use. Mm-hmm. But apparently, you know, it was a really big deal. Right. And June and his affair with June just, she said her mother would be just crippled. Her mother would, like, lay in the bed all day. And she was so depressed because, you know, everybody knew it. Yeah. Everybody knew that, you know, that he was going with June And now, in the movie now, you can see June saying, you need to take care of your home first. You know, like, she kind of, kind of, you know, I want to be with you, but you need to go, you know, take care of that. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, so I don't know how true that is. But Roseanne said that her relationship and June's relationship was really, really Mm -hmm. good. And that she taught her a lot about performing. Yeah, Yeah, so... That was was an interesting article about it. Uh, The names of two officers involved in the shooting of three children in Hugo, Oklahoma, have been released over a week after the tragic incident took place. Hugo Police Department detectives Billy Jenkins and Chad Allen have been identified as the officers who opened fire on a vehicle driven by William Devon Smith, whom they suspected of robbing a pizza shop. The bullet struck three of the four children sitting in the back seat. The mother, Olivia Hill said, my four-year-old daughter was shot in the head and she has a bullet in her brain. She said her five-year-old has a skull fracture. My one-year-old has gunshot wounds on her face. She said, but her two-year-old wasn't uh, touched with any bullets. Police claim they began shooting because Smith was attempting to run them over with his truck, but many dispute the argument saying officers simply could have moved out of the way Mm -hmm. rather than opening fire, especially into a vehicle containing children. It should be noted that the officers were in plain clothes that day, and it's possible that Smith didn't even know that they were police officers because they weren't in any type of uh, uniforms or anything and that he didn't know that, you know, they were approaching him with guns and maybe he thought he was being robbed, you know, like he, he, he didn't know they were police officers, but how do you shoot blindly into a car with children in the back exactly. seat? And how was the, um, they were small kids. him, the boy driving? Uh, he was their he was daddy. <laughs> so, um, oh. yeah, so I'm sure he was grown enough to have children. So he's supposed to have been robbing the pizza? That's what they said he did. They said he robbed the pizza, uh, pizza inn, what did they say, pizza inn? So nobody pizza. said anything about that? The people at the pizza well, inn never, this, never in said the he did In the story, they didn't. He mm-hmm. robbed a pizza shop, just a pizza shop is what they say. So um, I don't know but i just don't understand how you just as a cop you see children in the back of a car and you just shoot open did fire did they kill him no they didn't kill him um so i just i don't know
2: that's crazy i
1: i, I don't know this this i don't know guys and 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 you know officers put their lives in danger every day that they go you know yeah. really to work they and, really and do they
2: knew that before they chose they that do career.
1: they do but at the same time you know y- you gotta use some common you know some common sense they they train you for a reason now i will say this training and then being faced with you know yeah uh, yeah being actually faced with it is two separate things but you gotta use I don't know. You gotta use some training or something. I, you know I'm, I'm I I don't know. That, that reminds me
2: of set it off.
1: What is the
2: procedure when you have a gun to your face? <laughs> <laughs> you know they're remaking that. Why? Because I think they should have. No, but what, I don't think they should remake a lot of stuff. That when, once you true, have a movie, the original, the remake is supposed to be fifty times better than the original, and normally they're not. No, they're so. not. No. I no. think if a movie has if been made right. that was really, really, really good and got, you know, just good um, raves on it and stuff, I don't think it should be redone. Yep. Yeah.
1: I really. know. All right, we have not done uh, the old school song of the week. I have a great one this week. Oh Lord! Are y'all ready for it? No. Here it go. Want to hear? It? Here it go. <laughs> it's electric.
2: Seven, 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 She's jump, jump, jump,
1: I don't know what that was. What, what, what was, I, was that try- I was was. that
2: was my favorite part. Oh the out of the whole song, that's yes. your favorite part.
1: Yes. Oh my God. Anyway, we gotta take another break. We'll be right back in just a moment. Stay right with us. Thanks for coming back with us now. I don't follow baseball, but Pittsburgh's Pittsburgh Pirates all-star closer Felipe Vasquez was arrested two Tuesdays ago on a felony count of soliciting a child for unlawful sexual conduct using computer services or devices, and also faces serious charges in Pennsylvania, according to statements from authorities and court. Documents: Vasquez, who is 28, who is a all who is a two time all star, who's among the National League leaders in saves this season, whatever that means, was arrested in Pittsburgh on a felony warrant from Lee County, Florida, according to a Florida Department of Law Enforcement statement. He also faces one count of giving obscene material to a minor. He did not enter a plea in court, according to Pennsylvania State Police Trooper Stephen Lemony. Vasquez was also accused last Tuesday in Pennsylvania of statutory sexual assault of a person who was under the age of 16 by someone who was at least 11 years older. Unlawful contact with a minor, corruption of a minor by a defendant who is 18 years or older, and indecent assault on a person less than 16 years old. The first two charges are first degree felonies. The investigation began in August after authorities received information that Vasquez had a reported sexual relationship with a Florida resident who was 13 at the time the statement said that she was 13 the victim is now supposedly 15 years old the statement said the girl continued to have a relationship with Vasquez via text messaging and received a video in July from him in which he is shown performing a sexual act Vasquez allegedly told the victim through text message that they would meet for sex after the baseball season. Now this is him talking to this, what? texting this stuff to this 13-year-old girl.
2: Yeah, he probably didn't know how old she was.
1: The girl's mother discovered the photos, videos, and exchanges and text. Now the mother texted him and said, uh, you are texting my daughter and she's a minor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the relationship kept going on. So... Oh, well. It's not that he didn't know
2: okay.
1: uh, that she was a minor.
2: He was in too deep at yeah, this
1: point. Pro- maybe. Um, but, yeah, he really going to be deep. Yeah, uh-huh. And because, you know, they, they, they uh, as t- as Tava said, they, they toss your salad in the pen <laughs> for, me- <laughs> for messing with children. Yeah. Tava said they will tear your salad <laughs> up. Tava is one of my coworkers, uh, by the way. She's
0: <laughs> She She's probably you. listening. <laughs> She's probably listening.
1: But Tava talks about that salad <laughs> when you when you that go to salad jail. tossing when you go to jail for uh, you know children. But I mean, text message easily mm. easily seen, Yeah. easily traced. Yeah. That's when
2: your mind is bad, or you don't give a.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. He probably didn't think that she would ever tell it. But well, she, see, she did. That's right. She didn't. The mother found
2: it. But when the mother found out and told him how old she was, he should have let it go then. But which, to continue, which should be why those charges should be exactly.
1: That's and that's how you know he knew, uh, you know what, what, how old she was exactly. He knew that. And let me
2: tell you, I got passwords to my daughter's so phone. I don't care about no privacy. I know that's right. I don't
1: care. I know that's true.
2: It, it, at any given moment, I walk up to her, I say, I don't like your phone.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And she'll do it. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't have an Instagram page. Mm-hmm. I but do. But her uncle does. Mm-hmm. And it's been times he done called me and was like, put her on the phone. Yeah. Take it down. Uh-huh. Like, it may be a picture that she might have a tongue out or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, innocent in her eyes. But, you know, she's monitored from all different angles.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Play
2: that. Homie don't play that.
1: It's true. And, and, you know, and, and these parents are talking about privacy for children and all that. You, you really have to, these days, you got to be on your children. Yeah, you have to ask days. a question. You have to be in their life. You can't just,
2: y'all can't just coexist in right. the house together. Right. Yeah. right. You have to be actively, Hey, how was school? What's going mm-hmm. on? Because sometimes you might have that child that don't speak out. And all it takes is that one question for you to ask them, how was your day? Mm -hmm. Or whatever. What happened? They could have been getting bullied. All types of things Mm -hmm. could be happening with your kids. Mm -hmm. But if you don't take the time out or they, you know, my mama don't care, my daddy don't care. You know, they never ask about my day. You just never know. Because I'm telling you, my son is 21 years old. And he just recently told me maybe last year that he was getting bullied in school and didn't tell me. Mm -hmm. Did not tell me. I know the type of mama you are. That's why you should have told me. Like... Kids shouldn't have to go through certain things in life alone. I agree. I agree.
1: I agree. Um, So, Tim Tebow, y'all remember Tim Tebow, the football player, and Colin Kaepernick, y'all know who he is. Took a knee. There is a meme going around on social media comparing Tim Tebow kneeling on the football field to Colin Kaepernick kneeling.
2: They're comparing their knees.
1: The premise of the meme is saying that Tim knelt in protest of abortion, but he was praised for it. And Colin knelt in protest of how black men were being killed by police officers. And he he got right. And he got shunned for it. Um, But here's the truth about it. It's actually some of it's, it's, it's partly true, but it's, it's not what people think. So Tebow addressed the rumors. And basically what he said was, He was kneeling in prayer.
2: Yeah, that's what I thought. That's
1: what he was kneeling for Mm -hmm. before the game. Mm -hmm. He said, I never took a knee during the national anthem. He said, I knelt before the game. He said that before. He said he was not protesting anything. And he said he didn't even kneel, like I said, during the singing of the national anthem. So people, you know how people are always trying to, Try to put a spin on it. Right. Something. <clears throat> trying to put a spin on it, but you can't put a spin on that because yeah. it was two separate things. Right. Now, Tim Tebow had a right to kneel to pray. That's great. Remember, and I remember he got uh, teased for it a lot yeah, yeah. for that. But Colin Kaepernick also, I felt, was right in his kneeling too. Um, but you know, you just you know, people are always trying on social media to do um You know, to devil's advocate, right? Trying to say things that aren't true. Nick Cannon was on a TI podcast. Have y'all? seen listen to tis podcast no I it's know we called one. it's called expeditiously and it is really good mm. only thing i don't like about it is that he cusses a lot I. I mean he, he cusses this a whole lot i know but, Mine
2: too. Yeah. L- i restrain myself on this show yeah but he yeah his
1: is you know his is uh, anyway he made a statement <laughs> nick cannon made a statement and i want to get y'all opinion on it Now, V, you've never been married, but let us see you have. In my head. He said that (laughs) weddings are for women and not for men. Yeah. Do you think that's true? Mm -hmm. I feel like it is. Why? Why do you feel like it's true? Because when people are planning on
2: a wedding, you know what the the man say? As long as I show up. Show up, right. They are not interested in decorations, flowers, birds, uh, giraffes, kids
1: walking, nothing. They just they're just gonna show up, but you know what I wonder though I wonder is it true that they are not interested in it, or is it the norm for the for the what now some men want to know the cake they want to taste the cake and a lot of men also want to be on that meal you know the uh the reception meal. Because mm, they don't that? want a whole lot of mess, you who's know. That?
2: They usually leave
1: everything up. Mm-hmm. Well, well, the they woman. do take
2: men do the taste testing with wives, yeah, because they forced, yeah. No, I don't think so. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, I they think I think that they are concerned about some good food. No, no. That's what I think. Well, then why are they not? Well, then why are they not on all the other stuff? As a matter of fact, wives get mad because the husbands don't. You know, because um, they can't force him to do it because they're well not they husbands forcing them yet. to taste test. It's, yes, it's
2: not in the tradition for a man to um, to, you know, decorate the wedding or prepare for its
1: It's not what they're supposed to do why is it's it not what they're supposed to do it's not the it's norm. not tradition it's okay I I, I I can agree that it's not tradition but what if a man comes and says uh i'm getting married too okay and, and, okay and, 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 and you know that and, and you know. know that he really loves that woman and he wants to
2: really be a part of that wedding mm-hmm. and, and i'm because, in, and i'm in this marriage for the to the to the, to the Death. Well, all of them are obviously, but then I think it's all of them into the death. That's well, what they they're, they're supposed for. to be anyway. But, but then oh, I think no. it's ones that are more in tune with their feminine side that mm-hmm. they don't have a problem with it. Mm-hmm. And also, of course, if two men are getting married, yeah. somebody got to decorate the wedding, <laughs> so <laughs> it's either going to be both or well, one. They, they
1: they normally hire a you know a, a but they are but like they are they are still yeah. in
2: every decision.
1: Yeah, yeah. Whether it's both or one. So I just I, I just wonder if it's if it's not more men out there that want more of a say into, you know, their uh their wedding, but they're just well, it's tradition to leave everything up to Yeah, because you know, they're the not bride. paying for it. it's the
2: bride's father what? that pays for it, right? Not Hold all up, ta- not all brides fathers got money to for it. I know, but tell wedding. me this, why is that the tradition? I'm already giving you <laughs>
1: The goods. Because, because you are taking, that's a good question. Because I am taking this woman from you. You're taking, I'm, I'm, I'm. You know what I'm saying? Uh-uh. Like I'm, I'm presenting you, I'm giving you my daughter, and I got to pay for it too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, I'm giving that's... you this precious cargo. Yes,
2: and I got to come out my pocket. Yes,
1: because why? No, because nah, cause I'm glad you take
2: her. Exactly. am so I'm, exactly. I'm paying you
1: really to take exactly. her. <laughs> Do you know in foreign countries they the, the 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 guy like in some foreign foreign countries the guy that wants the the wife has to give the family a goat. Yeah. and, like, a cow mm-hmm. to get, it's like, it's sort of Yeah, because they, like, yeah,
2: that's a lot of money.
1: Yeah. And, Continuously. and, and, and you
2: know, um, I, I have a friend that's from. Why, you had to give a cow? I have a friend that's from Africa, and <laughs> his parents, the, the, um, the woman that he married, now, he was here. He was here in North Carolina, and she was back home in Africa. His her parents went to his parents and and gave some type of animal mm-hmm. or something, four-legged animal and stuff, and he married her. But the father stood in for. He was here in North Carolina, and the father stood in for for him. Yeah, stood in for him, and he married her. That's and she was still in Africa. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah. He gonna scroll too? I I, I Do don't what?
1: even I don't even want I don't even I, yeah, I don't even Well want, come to think find out that. the
2: reason why the family why the father married stood in for him was because she was pregnant and he did not know until after he had came to North Carolina and they called Was he her. pregnant with his child? Yeah. Oh, they okay. called him about three or four months later, something like that, where the girl's father had went to his father and told him, Look, your son got my daughter pregnant. I After hope the got a, I hope he got no. a drug. I mean a drug That's I why hope he they, got a blood test. That's why they end up doing. Um, I tell you what, she, some smells a little looked, fishy to she me. She looked like she looked like he had her. That ain't your daughter.
1: <laughs> okay, Fantasia Barino stirred up some controversy when she went on the Breakfast Club and said that she believes that wives should be submissive to their husbands everyone was in a tissy because i mean i've heard you know uh I, I, k. michelle i just k michelle was on some type of um radio show said forget what fantasia say i don't care i'm not submitting to nothing and so many other women said the same thing so yeah. i want to know what do y'all think uh, uh do you think that wives should be submissive to their husbands well i heard
2: um that um, when Fantasia first said, you know, something about it, and then um, she and her husband went on a what a podcast or something, and they were talking about it, and she was explaining why she said what she said, and that was that if your man, that your husband, is doing everything that he's supposed to do as a husband, as your significant other, to make your life comfortable and the way that it should be anything he asks of you you should do it she says she's not just talking about every time he walk up and right. say i want sex let's exactly. do that she said that's not what being submissive exactly. is that she was talking about she was saying you and you and him are one mm-hmm. considered one mm-hmm. you know so you both do what it takes to please each other you know your your um likes and your dislikes and stuff so if if this person is doing everything that he's supposed to do to make you comfortable and to make you feel you know like he's really you know he's in this for the long haul and stuff okay i say be submissive but people get submissive Mixed, mixed right, up, right with control
1: sex. Exactly. No, well, just, no control. Period. Yeah, a lot of people think that submissive sex. means you do what I say. You shut up and do what yeah. I say. You don't have no opinion. Yeah. I rule over you, and that's not what submission yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, we got to take a break. We'll talk more about this when we come back. We'll be back in the morning. you're back thanks for coming back with us before we went to break we were talking about should wives be submissive to their husbands and sometimes when i think women hear submission the first thing they think is control they think mm. of Obedience. you know be ob- i don't have any rights you know and he's just gonna uh talk to me any kind of way and i'm supposed to just do it uh but that's not exactly what submission is and you were saying you, you were you finished about what you were saying yeah okay and you were saying that you like the way the guy explained. see i haven't heard Her that on some show mm-hmm. what what, yeah. what was the husband saying?
2: um i didn't want to get really in detail because it was i mean it was very um you, you got to listen to it it was very um informational and and, and he explained, <laughs> yeah he explained the role of you know basically being led or, or or following a a believer or a strong mm-hmm, person, mm-hmm. somebody that you trust, because you're not gonna follow somebody you don't trust and you don't respect. Um, like I said, I believe that it is designed for it to be a role in a relationship, marriage, or whatever. Everybody has a role in their relationship, and I think a lot of people get it misconstrued when they're talking about like okay, like the independent woman. You know, I don't need no man to do this, not do. It's fine to, to have your own. And you should to be get independent, your own. Yeah. yeah. And then even like the reverse roles of a man staying home and a woman work. I, me personally, I don't agree with that because if I'm working, <laughs> you're going to be working too. I don't need the babysitter. We got daycare. We got grandparents. Something, you know, besides you staying home and I'm, I'm going to be the only one working. But, you know, a lot of people, I think a lot of people that stray from you know, being submissive and following are people that have already been led wrong mm-hmm. by that person. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not going to keep trusting you. Okay, this year you say, okay, baby, I got you this time. Trust me. Follow me. And then y'all in the ditch. And then the, the next year, you in another ditch further up the street. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not going to keep following. You're not right. going to keep leading me. Right.
1: You know, so. Right. Yeah, I agree with uh, what Missy was saying earlier, too. Um I think that the husband needs to be in his right place. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, and here's, I, I'll go further than that. You know, people say wives should be devoted, but um, the husband has to warrant devotion.
0: Mm-hmm. You right. know, from the
1: way you can't just talk to your wife any kind of way, treat right. her any kind of way, mm-hmm. and then think she's going to be devoted to you yes. and submissive to you. Mm-hmm. And so I think that I, I think it's all about the man. Mm-hmm. Yes. A, a wife should be submissive to her husband if he's doing what he's supposed to do and in his right place in the home. Right. But if right. he's not, then no. Right. Exactly. Right. You know,
2: let me tell you one, Um. one Thing that I used to see that um I judged when I first like find out they was married um Megan Megan Good Megan and her good
1: and um Devon Frank I love Frank, yeah
2: I love the way he supports absolutely. her the way he takes absolutely up for her. yeah he knew she was an actress he knew who she was before they got married yeah. but when people come for her like. Oh, he's a preacher. What is it? Is he a preacher? He or minister is. He's a preacher. And then you got your goods. out. He said, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, uh, <laughs> you're
1: not gonna come for her." Although I do agree because things, that thing that she wore out to that thing where her her machines yeah, were out and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, a a married woman, period, to me, shouldn't have worn that. Mm-hmm. But certainly not the wife of a preacher. I mean, it's, but, no, it, but but, but if she said but she didn't me. know
2: she was coming up that they were gonna call her up. She shouldn't have put it on should, anyway. Well, he said. She looked good in it. Yeah, he liked it. So hey, yeah, it's not. I I don't think it should be a difference in Megan Good as a preacher's wife compared to Beyonce and Jay Z. You know, like how everybody was getting on her with the Lion King outfit she had on to the children's. Um, you know, they did the Lion Mm -hmm. King, so the Mm premiere she had on a slit that came all the way up to her hip bone. Mm -hmm. You know, you had a premiere for kids, Mm -hmm. but you know, to each his own. Yes, I think it's a time and place for everything. I think it's a certain. Dress etiquette that you should, you know, warrant when you're going to certain places. It shouldn't be about, oh, you wear what you want to wear or whatever. Like you saying you're going to a certain place and being exposed. It should, like she said, I didn't think they was to call me up there, but you were still in the building. Exactly. So whether they called you exactly. up there or not if it wasn't appropriate enough for you to go on right. stage, it shouldn't
1: be been appropriate for you to sit down. Exactly. There. Exactly. So exactly. But yeah, they do have a great relationship and he has taught her a lot. And she'll tell you yeah. that he has really molded her and shaped her, yeah. you know, to be more of a, of a woman. and, and and a wife. So I, I do love their relationship too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. now, no, that means he loved
2: her first flaws and all. Correct. Right. Correct.
1: Right. Now, uh, I got a uh, and the reason that I brought this Fantasia thing up is because I got an email from a fan. And thank you guys for uh reaching out to us and asking us questions. And remember, if you want to, you can go to this is how we see it at gmail.com. But adding on to about submission, there was a guy who wrote in and, you know, he said that he finds, and I think he's a he's a black guy, mm-hmm. and he said that he finds that white women are more accommodating to their husbands than black women.
2: I heard that. Yeah. Now,
1: what do you guys think about that? Um, me, I think it is more
2: so of how you were raised, mm-hmm. you know, um and seeing a couple, you growing up seeing yes, a regular couple, seeing a mother and father in the right, home, mm-hmm. or, yeah, a couple, whatever, and how they interact with each other, mm-hmm. whether you like that or not, and then you try to maybe what right. that uh-huh. that was, uh huh, yeah, and, and then
1: I think um someone Ver- told me versus someone who hasn't who did not have a father in the home, they grew up without one may not, may not think that that is as important as a child who, did have a mother and because father because they, they haven't seen that. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. I think that's the difference, though. Mm-hmm. I think that I don't know if it's necessarily white women. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would necessarily put a color on mm-hmm. it, but I think that, like Miss C said, I think that you mimic what you grew up with, what you see, right. and I right. think that women who, you know, saw their mother and father th- together, uh, and saw how the mother, you know, maybe. Uh, catered to the father. I think that they're going to be more likely to do that to their husbands right. and then to a woman who did not have a father in, in a home. She, her, her, um, I don't know, her expectations mm-hmm. would, might be, you know, a, a little different than, you know, somebody yeah. else's. So yeah. I don't know if it's necessarily white or black, but he seems to think that, you know, you know, he said that white women seem to, I'm assuming he has dated both. Mm-hmm. And he says that he finds that white women are more accommodating to their husbands than, you know, black women. I have a question. Um, why do you, f-
2: well, you guys might don't feel it. So the question I'm asking is when a white woman dates a black man, it seems like she's more accommodating and submissive than with her own race um
1: yeah see I don't I don't
2: know because how I, would you know if you haven't yeah, seen her with both
1: yeah I don't you know? I don't know that I don't know that to be I don't know that to be true just like this guy saying the white women are more accommodating you know to their husbands I don't know that to be true either like I said I don't know if it's we're not a in color thing zone. right um right. but 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 I do think that you a lot of people mimic how they grew up yeah and they do it that way um you know uh I I don't I don't know, I I I I don't know the answer to that. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Another so one. A mm-hmm.
2: lot of people, a lot of people of color, they get mad. Okay, like say you're with a guy, right? You was with him when he had nothing. Now he's successful. The one that stood by his side, he didn't left her for a white woman.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. You know.
2: You know, like, cause I have a friend that just—it's uh, just always about race with her, and I'm and like, so I don't even like talk to her sometimes. Yeah, I don't like, like every time you like turn around, either. it's black and white. It's always you know, be I about said maybe color. it's just the individual. Yeah, you know, but I—I I have seen that happen
1: mm-hmm. a lot, so, so it's not
2: even just. Hearsay. I've seen. It. You
1: mean like black men get successful and then they get a uh, white woman? Most of mm-hmm. the I've, football I've, I've, I've players. I've heard and that stuff too. That, I've Why? heard that yeah. too. Why do you think that is? I I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I think that there are a lot of football players who are married to black women too. Yeah, mm-hmm. basketball you know, players. Ba- you know, basketball players that are married to black women too. Yeah. Um, but that 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 does, that has been an ongoing issue in the black community. Yeah. Um, because you know, um. And maybe somebody should do like, okay, well, let's let's poll the black men in the sports industry that's married to black women, Mm -hmm. you know, to really see, you know, if there is a if there is a uh, unbalance. You know what I mean?
2: But why is it such a big deal when a black man
1: is with a white woman Mm -hmm. compared to a black woman with a white man? Because you don't get that much, you know, because I think women are a little bit more petty. That's why I think that a black woman seeing a black man with a white woman means I, I lucked out. You know what I mean? Like I got the short end of the stick. That's, that's what I I, mm-hmm. I really honestly think it is more so than it being vice versa. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I, I think you should love who you love, exactly. you know, and marry who you want to marry. I do. However, um, I do. However, uh, have an issue with and we talked about this last week or the week before last about you thinking that because you are dating outside of your race that you've got something better mm-hmm. you know than your race like mm-hmm. a black person dating a white person because they think that white people People are better. You know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, that's the only problem I have. I don't have a problem with an interracial relationships because I think you should marry who you want to marry, date who you want to date. But when you think that, well, I'm dating white and I'm not dating black because I think something is wrong with black, and I think that white is better, or even vice versa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Y'all, y'all know me. I think it's weird for somebody to date anything exclusively. That's weird to me. Like I don't understand Even this black dating black At, and, and I, white I, dating I, white. I do not understand that. I can see that more so than black only dating white or white only dating black. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I can if 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 a black person says I only date black, I don't understand that. That's weird to me. Um but I can clearly see that more so than say I'm black <laughs> and I only date white people. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Because I, to me there's so many there's so many beautiful people out here and you have limited yourself to one single race. I mean, you have literally cut your chances of finding love. Like what? Well, 60, you, 70%. Yeah. But you got to date. What would date you? Well, I, well but <laughs> well, I think you have to date what you, what you date, what you want to date. Mm-hmm. Understand what I'm saying. Date who you I, want today. But to me, to limit myself to just one single race of person, that is weird to me. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm missing out. Mm-hmm. I really do. Like, what if, what if the person who is going to make you happy, what if he's not black? You ain't going to never know, so it don't matter. Oh, but that's what <laughs> I'm saying. What if, what if he's not your Your uh, ideal, exactly your ideal person and, and you have gone through life, you know, and you just have missed out. I don't know, but we got to go, but this is, you know, yeah. but you got to put yourself in the
2: position to find that other ideal that you don't know about.
1: But you can find them anywhere. Yeah. You can find them anywhere. I mean, you know, but I, to me, I think that, that people need to broaden their horizons. And uh, again, this is just my opinion. Uh, I wouldn't just date one thing exclusive. I just one. would so, not ever do that, but we got to go. We got to go. Uh, we got to table. This for feedback. next time. Sure. Uh, if, what do you guys think about this? About, you know, what I just said about, uh, uh, limiting yourself, you know, to one, Uh, or you know uh, relationships and interracial relationships in general what do you think about it reach out to us at this is how we see it at gmail.com but that is all the time we have for today we thank you for tuning in we'll see you next week for now